I can stack them hundreds to the roof. I ain't stopping till they stack to the moon. Without me, my family wouldn't have food. Anybody go against me, gotta lose. What is up, guys? You're listening to the MF CEO Project. I'm Andy. I'm your host, and I am the motherfucking CEO. Guys, if this is your first time listening, welcome. This is a personal development, success, kick-ass in all areas of life podcast. Um, We don't charge anything for this, okay? Uh, We've been the number one podcast in the business category consistently for a long, long time. Thanks to our awesome listeners. By the way, that's you. Um, and we do this out of service. Uh, this is an obligation project. This is something that, uh, a long time ago, my man, the pastor of disaster who's sitting right in front of me and I decided that it was something that we needed to do. Um, for a long, long time, I didn't realize how much misinformation was out there until I actually got in the personal development space and saw the amount of bullshit that was being spewed by people who quite honestly don't know anything about what they are talking about. So what we cover here, guys, is basically everything that has to do with you being better. And today is no different. But like I said, we don't ask for money. I don't sell ads. I can make seven figures a year selling ads on this motherfucker. But I don't because that's not why I started. I didn't start it to make money. I started it to provide value. And with that being said, I ask, and this is our little thing that we have, if you get value out of the podcast, which I'm pretty sure you will, um, that you share it. That's all. Friday night, you go out with your friends. Saturday, hanging out. The topic of wanting to do better, wanting to be better comes up, whatever. Dude, just shoot them a little uh, reference for the MFCEO project. Now, with that being said, I just mentioned my man, the pastor of disaster. He is here sitting right in front of me in the fucking flesh. What's up, dude? Um. A lot of stuff is up. We just got back from the uh, Arte Syndicate Summit, and there's a lot going on. Yeah. 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 So, and I know that, you know, we didn't talk about this before uh, when we were chatting about this episode, but uh, there's been a lot going on in your life, too, man. I don't know that everybody knows just the horrific stuff you've been through in the last couple of weeks. Uh, No, but I noticed yesterday in my snaps that my beard has gotten twice as fucking gray in the last two weeks. I hadn't noticed that, but yeah, I'm, but you know, I, I, it, I'm in no judge position of judgment, yeah, you know? like, in two weeks, dude, it went yeah. gray. Like, yeah, yeah. And, and uh, man. Uh, you should tell the story. You know, it's not the right time, man. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. Still a little raw. Yeah. We yeah. had a, we had a, <clears throat> an incident in my family. Um, it looks like everything's going to turn out okay. Uh but it was just really, really, really bad. Yeah. Um, so, and I'll, I'll talk about it when the time's right, but it's definitely been something that, uh, it's been hard. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, we, back in church, we had those things that when you didn't necessarily, when you needed prayer, but you didn't necessarily want to share the details, you just said, I have an unspoken prayer request. Yeah. That's pretty so much it. That's and, it. And, uh, you know, the truth is brother, um, you know me as good as anybody, mm-hmm. and you know that I'm a spiritual dude. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people don't realize that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they think I'm just some loudmouth dude who fucking <laughs> loves money and shit, and, you know, I am those things. <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, you know, the one thing I'm very in tune with is um, is spirituality, and, and uh, I'm a huge believer in God. Um, mm-hmm. 
there's no way I could be where I'm at without him. Uh, and I know some people hear that and they think, oh, well, I don't believe in that, blah, blah, blah. It really doesn't matter if you believe in it or not. It's mm-hmm. like gravity. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could fucking say, right. I don't believe in gravity, but you jump off the fucking building, you're going to feel it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, right, so right. Um, so I don't try to push it on people, I guess. That's kind of where I come from. You know, right. I have my own beliefs. I respect other people's beliefs. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important for people to discover those beliefs without it being shoved down their throat. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, I feel like a lot of religion Absolutely. just shoves it down your throat. And that's what causes people to really question it later because they're like, hey... Why didn't I, where, where are my beliefs? I wasn't, you know, like they didn't come to the conclusion on their own. And I guess, um, that's something I've had Mm -hmm. the good fortune to be able to do Mm -hmm. because I've just had so many things that cannot be explained. Um, you know what I think is the, the absolute best principle for sharing your faith with anybody, make a friend, make a sale. Yeah. Right. Like let them know like, you first. Like right. yeah. yeah. Like I really I literally think that that's the that's the best way yeah, and- um is that become friends with somebody, respect them, provide value for them and then when the at, conversation when the conversation up, comes right. up, you say, "Hey, would you mind if I shared yeah. some of my thoughts?" Yeah. Sure. And, and that's how I like, you know, that's how I think most people respond to that. You know yeah. what I mean? Cuz most people I feel like believe in something, they're just not sure what they mm-hmm. believe in. Mhm. But uh but getting back to the unspoken prayers where yeah. I'm going with this, yeah, yeah. you know, I, I, I reached out to a couple really close friends that, that I know are very, um, close with, with, with God and with their, with their beliefs. And, uh, dude, I asked them to pray. And for the first time in my life, I led prayers in front mm-hmm. of people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In front of 700 people. And then, the you next, know, I heard about that. Yeah. And then, the ne- <laughs> dude, you know what? The day after the second time I did it, mm-hmm. um, the person I was praying for woke up from their coma. That's awesome. You know what I'm saying? So it's, and, and that's like six days ahead of when they were supposed to. That's awesome. So it's just, there's just, it's been a lot to digest. Yeah, man. I've been doing a lot of thinking, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And uh, um, if people are watching me right now and they're like, why the fuck did Andy's beard turn gray? <laughs> Uh, I'm hoping it goes back, <laughs> but, but, uh, no, nah, man, it, it's been a Sean Connery. Uh, yeah. I'm just not ready for that. Yeah. You know, I'm not ready for that old man life. Yeah. That no. silver Fox life, you know? Um, although I will say of all the, uh, the age, what is that? The age app. Yeah. The uh, literally the only person that I thought looked good was you. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It was weird. I thought I you looked, looked like really good. Like I was like, man, he looks yeah. really awesome. He looks I, like a Sean a Connery. Hope, you, you, know you, you look like a uh, most interesting man in the world. Yeah, I mean, it, kind of that kind of guy. Made up for that first 30 years. <laughs> looked like a dumbass. <laughs> so I felt, you know, I got some hope for being a being a silver fox, but yeah. you know, like um you know, there's always more to what's going on than people realize. And people mm-hmm. don't realize that in social. And you know, when you say when you say, I mean, I, if I fucking explain what's gone on in the last two weeks, not yeah. just with that situation, but with the other ones that have happened with it, mm-hmm. people think I'm lying. Mm-hmm. You know, like they would mm-hmm. think I was making it up. It's been a, it's been a test. Yeah. There's no question. Yeah. So, for sure. um, but everything seems to be going the right direction again. And, uh, we're getting the momentum on the good side again. And, you know, I told Ed, I was talking to Ed, I'm like, look, man. You know, I haven't had a bad streak in fucking years. Yeah. You know what I mean? So the reality is, is and, and this has nothing to do with business, by the way. Like people right. are probably thinking, oh, he's talking about his company. No, it has absolutely nothing to do right. with business. Business is fucking crushing. Right. Um, 
more way more personal and family stuff. Uh, it does seem like there's been just a handful of crazy stuff, bro. Yeah, it's you don't even know it all. No, I don't like my know. Ex, it all. My ex fucking lifting partner who I lifted with for five years was murdered on oh. Wednesday. Gosh. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just another thing on top of all this shit. Yeah. You know, he was shot backing out of a driveway. Like, and they don't, yeah. nobody even knows why. Around St. Louis? Yeah, in Cahokia. Oh and like, gosh. dude, I'm just, it's just like, what the fuck is yeah. going on? Right. Crazy stuff. But I told Ed, uh, and this dude was a good dude too, mm-hmm. man. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, he was a good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. And, um, just uh it's just been one of those yeah one of those periods and uh <laughs> you you know sometimes all you can do is throw your hands up and say what the fuck yeah. you know like and that's kind of where I've been and I've been careful not to get too down on any of this shit because the truth is is I have I haven't had a, a bad streak in a long time mm-hmm. and uh mm-hmm. you know sometimes you're just due yeah, and sometimes bad shit just happens. And sometimes, literally, there's no there's no success formula. Correct. There's no like literally, you just have to endure. Yeah, and that's you it. You just have to endure. And 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 that's that's what this is. And I'm yeah. aware of that. So. Which I mean, and I, this sounds like a really cheesy transition, but how much do you think seventy five hard helped you with that? Um, a trillion percent. Like, yeah. dude, a trillion percent. Um. I don't know if that's actual percent. But, <laughs> no, but. no, it is. But I mean, uh, you know, sometimes we make the mistake of we have such such a tight core of um, loyal listeners that are here every time. But I, I think sometimes we make the mistake of thinking that everybody knows what we're talking about. Yeah. So, like, what in Cliff Notes, what would you say seventy five hard is? Um, dude, seventy five hard is the ultimate mental toughness program I think that's ever been developed especially to my knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't even begin to tell you the benefits that it's done for me. I mean, it did everything. I, I So, dude, people don't understand. They think I just made this shit up out of one, you know, oh, I just made it up. Like, that's not really how it went. Right. You know, 75 hard is a culmination of 20 plus years of trying to figure this out. What What makes people tougher than other people? What makes people more resilient? What makes people have more grit? How do they have more mental toughness? How do you actually develop it? Um, how do you develop confidence? How do you develop self-esteem? Because if you listen to the real world, man, you know, all these knuckleheads out there are just telling people they should have those things. Mm-hmm. Well, that's like saying, hey, you should just be a fucking billionaire. You know what I'm right, saying? Like, right, right, right. Like it doesn't, yeah, okay, that's cool, but now what? You right. know? And um, The course on being happy. Point number one, choose to be happy. Oh, well, thanks. Yeah, right. Like, thanks. Yes. Really appreciate that. Yeah. So that's, <laughs> and, and really, dude, I'm glad you brought that up because really what 75 Hard is, is a program that teaches you what makes you happy, mm-hmm. okay? And how to be happy. And so it's kind of like a disguised program, right? Like, a lot of people think it's like a body transformation. A lot of people think it's just mental toughness, which it is. It is designed to be mental toughness. Yeah. But really what it is, is it's a happiness program. Right. It's a program that teaches you how to be happy with yourself, how to be comfortable with yourself. You can't be happy with yourself unless you're living to the standard that you know you can live to, meaning that discipline is in direct proportion to your happiness. Hmm. And what that means is, is when your discipline is exercised at the highest amount, you're also going to be happy. Now, that's counterproductive because most people think of happy as easy. 
It's a synonymous thing, right? When you say, hey, I want to be happy, most people think of like that time where they were sitting on the beach with a fucking Corona, right? Or whatever. Like, right. you know, relaxing with a lemonade on the front porch. Right. I'm happy. Well, yes, that's a moment that you're happy. But what we're talking about is how to be happy the majority of the time, you know? And I think people misjudge their their happiness because they still have down times. So, meaning, like, you have a bad day. And so you go home and you're like, oh, my God, I'm full, blah, blah, blah. this isn't making me happy. No, motherfucker, you had a bad day. Right. Like, happiness is rated on an individual event scale, meaning... When I go home and see my Charlie bear and she's shaking and she tinkles a little bit because she's so happy to see me, (laughs) my happiness is a level 10. Right. You can't get any happier. Right. Right. So the goal shouldn't be to look at your scope of your life over 100 years or 50 years or 30 years and say, I'm not happy. It should be understanding what happiness really is, which is what happiness really is, is the culmination of a lot of high moments. Right. So you should be trying to maximize those moments as many times as you can throughout a day, knowing that you're not always going to have a level 10 like it's impossible. And if you did always have a level 10, how would you appreciate happiness at all? Because it would just become the norm. Right. You see what I'm saying? So a lot of people have misjudged their idea of what truly makes them happy because they're listening to these fucking dumb fucks out there on the Internet or on Good Morning America or wherever these people are. And by the way, might not be Good Morning America. It's generalization. I don't watch that show. Right. I'm just talking <laughs> shit. But my point is, is everywhere we turn, we have these, um, we have these people saying like pretending that they live these fucking spiritual, high level, happy lives, and blah 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 blah. And it's just fucking bullshit, man. Mm-hmm. It's just bullshit. Really, what makes you happy is you being present in the present moment and understanding. That this, like when I go home and see my dog, that's a level 10, right? When I do this other thing, when I train weight with weights, I'm happy, okay? So the goal is to produce as many of those events throughout the course of the day, knowing that you're still going to have to deal with shit that is uncomfortable, Absolutely. right? Um, And so what it really equates to, if you really break it down, is that the level of exercise, uh, that the level of discipline that you exercise is in direct proportion to your happiness, okay? So if you have, if your discipline goes down, your happiness is going to go down. So if your discipline goes up, your happiness is going to go up. A lot of people never recognize this because they literally have never, ever exercised any discipline. Right. At all. Right. Right? And so their idea of discipline is more like, oh, this is going to hurt, this is going to suck, I don't want to do this, I'd rather lay on the TV couch and watch TV, which makes you unhappy. You just don't realize it. So easiness is unhappiness. Difficulty will equal happiness, but you got to be willing to go through it first. Yeah. You know, and that's something I think, that's something I never put together until I went through the program. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, dude, people will pay fucking millions of dollars for the secret to happiness but the, but the, they don't want to know the answer because right. the answer is right. you're going to have to do shit you don't like right you're so, going to have to do shit that whenever you get done with you're going to be able to look in the mirror and be like dude i'm proud of you motherfucker yep you know what i'm saying yep. and that's the key so what came to my mind was you you know we touched on spirituality earlier people choose a particular faith because ultimately they think it will make them what you just said it. Right, happier. <laughs> Happy, right? right? Yeah. So what 
most people I don't think realize is that the three metaphors or the three word pictures that are used most frequently in the New Testament um, to to kind of communicate what the life of faith is all about are three things. Athlete, soldier, and farmer. What do all three of those things have in common? <laughs> you, you've got to fucking do hard work to be you great You've got to do hard work yeah. to succeed. You've got to have discipline. That's right. You've got to have determination. You've got to never give up. And... You know, when it comes to an athlete, I mean, you're going to have to put yourself through grueling practice in order to win. Yeah. As a farmer, you're going to have to go day in and day out. Hardest, you know, hardest life there is. Hardest life there yeah. is. You're going to, in order to reap the harvest. Yep. There's no way you can do it without that. Yep. And then, like, obviously with the soldier, it, something we've said on this podcast all the time, life is not a playground, it's a battleground. Right. And, 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 and to be happy, you have to fight for happiness that's right and in in order to do that you got it like you said you got to be mentally tough you got to be disciplined bro and the whole fucking world thinks that there's like if you say that like if we just fucking got on good morning america and said what we just said 80 percent of the motherfuckers watching will argue with it yeah and but you know what 80 percent 100 percent of those 80 percent are miserable as fuck yeah and they're trying to deny the truth right they're trying to say well that's not what makes me happy well that's not what blah 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 look motherfucker we're all wired pretty much the same yeah 99 percent the same yeah you can think you're this way or that way however you want to think the truth is is we respond pretty much the same way to most things and i'm going to tell you if you go out and accomplish some shit that you didn't think you could do or that you maybe thought you could do but weren't sure and you accomplish it your happiness is going to go up right and the more you can do that the more happiness you're going to have Absolutely. That's the truth. Absolutely. You know, and that's why people who are in middle class right now, because because we have a situation right now where there's really not a lot of hope, right? Mm -hmm. This is why entrepreneurship is becoming such a real thing, because there's very few companies out there that are looking to actually build brands anymore to, to provide lucrative careers for people. So what you have is a bunch of individual people selling a bunch of shit. And people are coming out of college with this promise of, you know, oh, we're going to go out and do this or that, or I'm going to have this job. And it's going to, dude, people are getting out of college with $150,000 of fucking student loan debt, getting a $50,000 a year job they can't even pay the motherfucking note on. Right. Dude, how can you get excited about that? You You can't. Yeah, it's hopeless. That's why you have politicians taking advantage of it, saying, hey, let's just pay off everybody's student loan. And dude, and you can't do it. It's mathematically impossible. So the, the point is, is that, you know, when you don't have hope and you don't have belief and you don't have anything to go for, you'll be fucking miserable. And I yeah. truly believe that the, the mental health crisis that's going on in America right now is a result of the lack of hope and the lack of careers and the lack of problems to be solved for those middle class people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, I mean, I, I believe that the real, <laughs> the real gold in this podcast very often is, is making subtle distinctions. And, mm-hmm. you know, since you, I mean, we're just kind of, we're kind of rolling with this topic. So I'm going to, I'm going to take it a step further. So you posted, I don't know if it was yesterday. My brain has just been fried lately, but, uh, you posted like a before and after mm-hmm. and you did, you basically said the, in the, on the left hand side, it was a guy that was kind of out of shape. Um, but you said that, uh, it was you and it, it, you said, you know, this guy had, you know, fake confidence, doubt, Etc. Etc. And then you had the after, which was you in shape, but it was it wasn't just you in shape. It was you post 
75 hard. Right. And and what I thought was really interesting, because, you, you know, we've talked about these things for the last three years. I mean, <laughs> you've had plenty of reasons over the last, you know, 15 years to be confident and to not doubt yourself. Um, you've had, a, you've racked up accomplishments but the way that I interpreted that that post was you were saying that there's a there's a reality and there's a substance to your confidence now that in some ways you haven't had before. So Absolutely. Got, so kind of old Andy versus new Andy. Yeah. So t- talk to me about that because I think that I think that distinction. I, I mean, I've, I, let's put it this way: without it, without going into detail, we've met a lot of people over the last three years who, from the world's perspective, are incredibly successful people, and yet. There is a very, very, very common theme, which is deep down, they're insecure. Yeah, they feel like a fraud, or they, or they, or they, they lack right. confidence. So tell me you about know why that like is. The, because they've never truly proven to themselves what they're capable of. Yeah, that's the truth. So yeah, so tell me, so, talk, talk about that old so you dude, versus just, new you. You know, fuck, man. I mean, <laughs> dude, really, what it comes down to is, is are you judging yourself based upon? society social construct or are you judging yourself based upon what you know to be true about yourself mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. so in 2016 i was 300 plus pounds everybody most people know that i was actually at my high i was at like 350 when i started on uh when i started getting serious about fitness again i was 330 i think i lost like 20 pounds um Dude, by all society construct, I was a fucking successful dude, mm-hmm. right? I had all the shit. I was making tons of money. I got these companies. I got this podcast. I'm doing all this crazy shit, right? Going around the world speaking to everybody. Even as a fat motherfucker, I was doing that. Mm-hmm. So by all means, I mean, what what are you going to say? Right. You know what like, I'm saying? Like, who cares if you have a little extra pounds, exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I got everything else. Right. But the truth was, is that, I wasn't happy. I wasn't fulfilled. I wasn't disciplined. I wasn't operating at my highest level. I was getting by. I was bullshitting. I was bullshitting myself. You know what I mean? And um, I mean, it's laughable now. Tyler and I watched a video from when I spoke like in 2015 when I was like seriously fucking overweight. And I'm sitting there talking about getting shit done and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, dude, you're fucking... Mm-hmm. Like you're ridiculous, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And it made yeah. me sick to even see that shit. Oh, yeah. Tyler Meaning, said I projected a lot of my anger. Yeah. I mean, I guess so. Yeah, of course, dude. I, <laughs> I mean, dude, it's not fun to be fat. Yeah. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. They could talk about the fucking body positivity shit all they want. It's bullshit. It just is because I know what it's like. And no matter how much you tell yourself you're beautiful, no matter how much you tell yourself you love yourself, no matter how much you tell yourself this, that, the other, it's a lie. Mm-hmm. It's a fucking lie. And I'm not some skinny dude who's never struggled with his weight sitting here right. telling you this. You know, when you got to wear the same outfit for a year straight because none of your other clothes fit, you don't feel good. When you don't, when you when you go to fucking Nordstroms or Macy's wherever you buy clothes at, and nothing fits. You don't feel good mm-hmm. when you got to go to a swimming pool and you fucking don't want to get in the pool or you don't even go because there is a pool. You don't feel good. Mm-hmm. That's reality. Nobody fucking feels good when they're like that. It's reality. And not only that, you're not healthy. You're not setting the right example. You're not doing what you need to be doing. You're not being an example for your family, your friends. And dude, you're living way below your potential. And you know what? 
If that's for you, good. But this probably isn't the fucking show for you to listen to. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you could be happy that way, good. I think you're full of shit, but go do it. I'll stay out of your business. You stay out of mine. But the truth is, for me, I wasn't willing to accept that. You know, we're here for a short time. I got a lot of shit I want to do, and I knew I had to change. Mm -hmm. And um, when I came up with the 75 heart concept, you know, where really I went from being, you know, I I you know, I went from losing most of the weight to going from just like a guy who lost a bunch of weight into back, back into a real athlete. Mm-hmm. Um, those are all the principles that I learned that have, have built the things that I've had in the past. You know what I mean? And uh, I just really got back to combining them all together because those are all little habits that I did along the way right. that I had never really combined into a program. And, um, and so we came up with the 75 hard concept and, uh, Dude, it's been crazy. Like, I have guys who have done Ironmans and fucking all kinds of shit, and they're like, dude, there ain't nothing like this. And, yeah. you know, that's that's cool. So tell me again, like, what you mean by old me and new me. Because, like I said, from the outside perspective, notwithstanding the weight, people said, Andy's successful. So other than just dropping weight, how are you different now? Well... I think I got there. I got to where I was at that point on, on just pure one to win. You know what I'm saying? And, um, I would say skill and talent, but it's not that it's just, I just grinded it out because that's what I wanted. And I left everything else where it was. I didn't care about anything else. It was one dimensional. Uh, so I think the biggest thing, the difference is, is, you know, I've learned how to master, master myself now by cultivating the mental toughness that, that I, that I currently have, you know, right now I'm in a different zone than I was three, four, 10 years ago. And a lot of it has to do with what I did over the last, you know, four or five months. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the biggest thing that I think that, like I talked about the social construct, I think the biggest thing that for me was learning that, that my success is, has nothing to do with anybody else. Mm. Um, when you can realize that and stop comparing yourself and start comparing you to you, uh, not just like in a meme way, like where people say, oh, it's you versus you. Most people don't know what the fuck that means. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, in a real, a real way, like you're saying, all right, a year ago I was this person. Now I'm this person. And a year from now I'm going to be this person. Success is going to take care of itself. Right? So if you master, if you master yourself, you're gonna be able to master anything. Think about the decisions that we make. The only reason that we don't, the only reason that anybody here that's listening right now isn't where they want to be is because they talked themselves out of it at some point along the way. It got hard. It got difficult. It got too stressful. It got to a point where they weren't happy doing this at this time. And what did they do? They quit. Mm-hmm. All right. And that's why, you know, we talk ourselves out of it. So you have to realize it's not about doing better than other people. It's about the pursuit of the fulfillment of your own true potential is what I've been talking about for the whole time we've been doing this podcast. You know, it's learning how to master yourself so you could become better today than you were yesterday, than you were six months ago, than you were five years ago, right? Mm-hmm. And um, when you when you commit to that pursuit, now you're in a position where you create the most happiness because you understand that fulfillment of potential is a sliding scale. 
So there's always more to achieve. There's always more to gain. There's always more hard shit to do and problems to be solved. And if you look at your happiness and tie it to those things, you have unlimited happiness, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, so, yeah, go ahead. I mean, that's that's what, you know, I think a lot of people have discovered through this program is, is that, dude, that's what's going to create the confidence. That's what's going to create the grit. That's what's going to create the belief in themselves. And uh, eliminate the doubts that they might have about themselves. I think people are very much getting into tune with this. Uh, I know people that have completed this program. I mean, you've seen what people say. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody's saying the same shit. Mm-hmm. It does exactly what I tell people it's going to do. Right. Um, and the interesting thing is, is that the minute they stop, they start to regress. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So, Let, let's let's talk about that because. Yeah. Dude, I've noticed that not only have you gone on a higher level, but I've also noticed that when you do have off days, mm-hmm. your rebounding is a lot quicker. And like you you just you just don't go into funks like right. you know, like you have in the past. Right. Where I disappear um, for a week. Yeah, right, right. Exactly. And I mean, I'm just gonna keep it real here. Yeah. After uh you know, after doing pretty well, my last three three or four weeks, I've just sucked. Yeah. Absolutely sucked. Right. And I think the hardest thing for me, and I think other people have liked that are like this, you have that you have that success, and then you're like, well, why did I stop hitting it hitting the weights? Why did I start eating like crap? Why did I start eating a bunch of Skittles? You know, and and the, and and here's where it, it's insidious, and you got to you got to speak to this because I know I'm not the only one. After having success and returning to that crap, you're like, oh. I must not be legit. I must be a fraud. You know? Here's the dark secret of 75 hard that, that I don't talk about. Um, if you don't fucking follow through, it'll make you worse. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. Okay? So if you're going to commit, you got to fucking do it. Yeah. If you fucking quit, you're going to be worse. You'll be worse than you were the day you started. Because you'll say, I was up on that level. Why yep. did I return to where I am? Yep. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's the dark secret of 75 hard. So if you're going to fucking do it, yeah. Do it. Yeah. If you're not going to do it, let it go in one ear and out the other. So what what would what would you say to people who have who who obviously don't want to spend the rest of their lives wallowing and <laughs> they better fucking finish the program. <laughs> finish the program. Yeah, right, like right. dude, it's it's what it is. So what's right. happened here psychologically is you tested yourself, you failed the test, you're beating yourself up, yeah. and now you think you're not good enough. Yeah. And that's just not true. Right. So you just got to find some you, way. You got to grind it out. Grind it and out. dude, at the end of that 75 days, you're going to raise your hands like you were fucking Rocky on the top of the steps, dude. And you're going to say, damn, dude. Yeah. That was the best thing I ever did. Yeah. So. Yeah. It makes know, sense. It's it's a big risk to take and do that challenge because yeah. a lot a lot of people, you know, I don't even like calling it a challenge. It's a program. Right. The reason. I'll get to this in a minute. People are not paying it the respect that it's due mm-hmm. because they're looking at it like it's some sort of internet fucking challenge, right? right? Like the 10-year challenge or some bullshit. This shit will fuck you up if you don't finish it. Right. <laughs> That's right. the reality. And if you don't make it a lifestyle. Yeah. It's going to be that. Yeah. Right. No, so that, that makes open sense. this box with caution. Yeah. Because once you're in it, you're aware. It's like taking that fucking pill in the Matrix. You know, all of a yeah. sudden, now you know... Now, all of a sudden, you're in tune. Now, all of a sudden, you don't finish, and you're like, fuck. Right. I'm not as good as I thought. I'm not like them. I fucking, right. you know, and dude, it could cause 
it could cause some issues. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting, just to provide a little teaser here without going into too much detail, um, there's some resources that you're going to be sharing in, in the next year yeah. related to 75 hard. Year? And, well, you know what I mean. I, I'm Is that trying your timeline, motherfucker? <laughs> 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 no, no, no. What, uh, but, but the, if I'm not mistaken, one of the very first lessons is get ready for the magnitude of what you're about to do to hit you. Yeah. But I think in, in part of that, part of your lesson on that, um, and guys, you're, you definitely want to get this. Um, part of your lesson is, is that you want to choose really huge goals because even though the fall <laughs> can be lethal, it, when you set your heart on something that really demands every part of you, every part of you will level up. You know, and that's, that's the whole point of 75 hard. I think you're right. I mean, we're, we're focusing on the negative, which is that if you, if if you don't follow through, you're going to fall hard. But, but the whole point is it really is a huge, a huge thing to, to try to accomplish. And it's going to have radical transformation. Absolutely. Yeah. But only if you give it what the respect it's due. Right. You know, guys, I have these people who have done bodybuilding shows before and they're like, dude, I've dieted for 16 weeks before I've dieted for 20 weeks. I've dieted for six months. It ain't the same. Mm-hmm. There's no rest days. There's no fucking cheat meals. There's no high calorie days. There's no fucking, like, it's a fucking grind. Mm-hmm. Okay? It is not the same thing. I've dieted for fucking bodybuilding, too. It's not the. It's not comparable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's interesting, too, man. <laughs> because as you guys know, I started over today. And that's the reason I started over today is because I told Daryl, who's in the Arte Syndicate, we were, we were having a talk. He said, dude, I need to get my shit together. And I said, all right. I said, are you serious? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, all right, well, I'll fucking do it with you. And he's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, it means I will do it with you. I'll start over again and do every fucking 75 days with you because when you're grinding, I'll grind. When you're tired, I'll be tired. When you don't want to eat that shit, guess what? I don't eat that shit. And I care about Daryl. I think he's, he reminds me a lot of where I was back whenever I started this journey. And dude, he's a very successful dude. You look at his life and you could say, why does it matter, dude? He's got everything that you could ever imagine. But he knows that he's leaving shit on the table. And that's something him and I have talked about. In mm-hmm. fact, he talked about it right in front of the whole group at Arte, um, which was super cool. But, yeah. you know, the point is, is like, this shit will change you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and, and not just in a little way. And a lot of people right now are probably like, oh, dude, I get it. It's just, uh, no, you don't get it. You don't get it unless you <laughs> fucking did it. Right. That's right. the truth. So, um, yeah, <laughs> Tyler's, Tyler's in. You're in? All right. I'm in. How much better? Are you? I'm, I'm in. All right, dude. Yeah. No fucking up. No, I'm not. I'm going to, I'm going to do it. Yeah. I'm going to do it. Dude, it's, it's completely life changing. And, um, you know, people don't understand it, but it's really actually pretty simple how it works. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it forces you to do shit. Yeah. That is uncomfortable on a daily basis. That's not convenient on a daily basis. That could be pushed off till tomorrow on a daily basis. That's where the value is because it teaches you to stop, do what the fuck you're supposed to do, and then do everything else. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what happens when you're taking care of the equipment that handles everything else? Everything else gets better. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And our equipment is our mind and our body and our soul. And all of the things that, even though they're very simple and 75 hard, those are the things that it, that it, that it fixes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's not going to fix it forever. Right. You're not going to be changed forever. Right. But what's going to happen is, huh? No, no, no. 
you could easily go right back where you were. You adopt the same habits. But here's where I was getting at. 75 days is a long fucking time. Mm-hmm. Everybody likes to talk about, oh, in 21 days, it's a fucking habit. No, it isn't. It is not. <laughs> I, dude, and it's not. 21 days yeah. ain't shit. They tell you that shit because there's some bullshit research done from fucking 1947 on it. The truth is, is it takes longer. Right. It's just reality. Well, and so, just the nature of life. Like, it is. Like, you know the last day that you have to stop working on yourself? When the you day, die. When you die. Dude. Like, it's it's but, like that in faith. It's like that in, in here's success. Th- it's like that in everything. So here's There's the never thing. an arrival point. Listen to this, though. So fucking during those 75 days, you're going to have birthdays, nights out, life shit, traveling. Dude, I went to Vegas three times my first fucking 75 days. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're going to have these situations that make it even harder. That's the fucking point. A lot of people right now are probably thinking, oh, I'll start after Labor Day. That's your fucking problem. Right. That's the problem. That's why you need this. Because it should be no issue for you to say, dude, I'm fucking doing this. And it doesn't matter what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, like you, that's what people don't understand. If you wait for the right time, it's never going to be the right time. Right. Right. Yeah. Makes so. Sense. Um, and that comes down to, you know, the, I think the aspect that is the most important about the program, which is it forces you to have a zero tolerance and, and zero compromise or deviation policy. Like these are my fucking things I'm doing and everything else I do is second to that. Mm-hmm. That's reality. Mm-hmm. And people right now are thinking, well, that's easy for you to say you don't have fucking kids. No, you're right. I got about 200 motherfucking kids. Right. right. So come live a day in my fucking shoes and we'll talk about who's busier. Right. You know, it's not a competition about how hard it is for so-and-so. This is hard for anybody. Doesn't matter if you're single with no kids and no nothing, or you got fucking seven kids. And by the way, I've got people who have done this program with seven, eight, nine kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Huh? Oh, yeah. Fucking, dude, Miguel's doing it. He's got like 47 kids. <laughs> you know? He does. So. It's true. Uh, but my point is, is that like, I don't know what my fucking. Well, no, is. I'll tell you. Just something that popped into my head is that um, this is, in my opinion, the ultimate countercultural program because everything in our country, in our culture right now, is geared towards getting easy. Well, that and it's geared toward how I feel. Yeah. If you make me feel bad, I'm offended. If you say something that makes me feel, uh, you know, bad about myself, I'm offended. Everything is feelings, 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 feelings. Uh, we want to live a life of rainbows and unicorns. We want all that, you know, we just want satisfaction. We want the world to be, you know, a playground. And literally, 75 Heart is saying, you know, feelings aren't bad. You want good feelings toward life, but you can't be ruled by them. You can't You can't let your whole life situation be dependent on how you feel, and you can't decide that you want to do something or not do, do something based on how you feel. And what 75 Heart Vaughn. does is basically say... You're going to plow through. Who do you know that doesn't live their life that way? Honestly. Uh, well, I mean, outside of present company. and Well, and, that's what and, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the vast majority of, of, of humans live with that. They yeah. live with that mentality. Yeah. What's going to be easy? What's going to make me feel good? What's their instant gratification society, dude? Right. But the truth is happiness comes from delayed gratification. That's the truth. 100%. Yeah. It's the truth. Yeah. You could fight it, you could argue it, you could bitch about it, you could cry about it. But just like I said about gravity, 
you jump off the building, you're going to splat on the ground. Right. You know? So it doesn't really matter if you don't like it. It's just the way things are set up. Right. So, sorry. No, I, I, I would I would actually argue, too, that there are other aspects of your life that delayed gratification is a reason for success. Like, when you talk about creating loyalty in, in customers, and here I'm going more into business than self, self-improvement. It's all, it's all the same. But loyalty, right. It's either you, either you view a customer as a transaction, and you have to upsell them right now, get satisfaction, get your money, or you say, you know what? I'm going to value this person. I'm going to invest in a lifelong relationship. And if I don't get my money now, it's fine. And you know what? I'm going to trust the process. Vaughn, that's hard to do when you don't have any money. It is. I it understand is that. Yeah. I understand that. But if you want to have money long term, that's the situation you've got to adopt. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's 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 all it's all related. It's all intertwined. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people are sitting here, right? They're saying, oh, dude, but... Why are we talking about making money? No, we are talking about making fucking money. You right. just don't get it. Right. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. yeah. If, if, so, if the person is transformed, the profit comes. That's right. Yeah. You take care of the machine, the machine produces more shit. Yeah. You're the machine. Your muscles, your brain, your body, mm-hmm. your soul, your thought process, that's the machine. Mm-hmm. When you have a well-oiled machine that's taken care of and maintained properly, guess what? You're going to produce bigger, more, better shit for you mm-hmm. and for your family. And for everybody around you. And guess what happens when everybody around you starts performing at a higher level? You make more money. Everything grows. Yeah. They grow. You grow. The business grows. Et cetera, et cetera. So people are, they're not really relating this. You know, every time I wanted to quit 75 hard, you know what the fuck I said to myself? I said, dude, do you want to be broke? Hmm. You want to be fucking broke? Mm-hmm. Or you want to be a billionaire? Mm-hmm. I want to be a fucking billionaire. Right. So guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to do my fucking workout. Right. I'm not going to eat that peanut butter. I'm not going to order that pizza. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I know what you mean. I would also add, do you want to be dead? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because, I mean, you you, you and I both at, at times struggle with depression and different things. Yeah. I mean, if you weren't disciplined and you just let yourself go, is it possible that yeah. you would go into such despair totally. that you would take your own life? I've struggled with it my whole life. Yeah. You know? And, and honestly, um, I'm, I, I really want to see Daryl through this, but the truth is, the, the real truth is, is that, yes, I want to see Daryl win this, but I need it right now, too, dude. I've been going through some shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I need it. Yeah. And it is what it is. Yeah. So I've invented this program as a tool to go back to to get yourself back on the right track. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And sometimes circumstances are going to be hard. Sometimes bad shit's going to happen that's out of your control. Sometimes five or six bad things are going to happen in a fucking two-week pro- in, in a two-week span, and you're not going to know what the fuck is going on and guess what you can return to? You can return to this program, and it can help you reset your momentum. Mm-hmm. And that's the point of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Good stuff, man. So, um, fuck, I don't know. What are we even supposed to talk about? <laughs> Didn't we have a whole other con- concept to talk about? Uh, I think we were going to talk about You Are Enough. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> have we ever said that on the show? I don't really think don't we know. have. I get it. I get it. Dude, why look. People, I get it why people say it. I get it. But I just I think do, it's, too. Yeah, I do. I do too. But it's just I almost feel like the people that need to hear that are actually that, the That's correct. Yes. I agree. The people that are actually working hard. Yes. They need to be told, yes. listen, you're doing okay. But what happens is, and this yeah. is the same reason I don't talk about luck. Yeah. Is there luck? Fuck yeah, there's luck. Yeah. Is it a good strategy to bank on luck? No. <laughs> that's what most people do. You are enough. Proper statement. Everybody's enough. 
but the tr- that means you're capable. You're good enough. You're you're if you apply yourself, mm-hmm. you can do well. That's what you are enough means. It doesn't mean sit on your ass and eat fucking Cheetos and talk about the high school football game in 1984 and be like, dude, I did it. I'm enough. And think like, you're qualified to be on the front cover of a magazine yeah, or something. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here, man. Yeah. You're just a fucking loser with some Cheetos. <laughs> You know, you ain't enough. Right. You're living way below. How can you say you're enough if you're li- if you're leaving ten fucking million percent on the table? Right. Because most people are. Mm-hmm. Most people are living at that one percent. That out of a hundred, and mm-hmm. I don't mean that in a good way. You talk about success. A lot of people talk about the one percent. I'm talking about the one percent that most people are in, which mm-hmm. is the bottom one percent. Mm-hmm. And. They have another 99% available to them that they choose not to use because it's going to require some sweat. It's going to require some work. It's going to require some uncomfortable shit. It's going to require some uncomfortable conversations. But they leave it there. You know what I'm saying? And they choose to live that way, and then they bitch about it. I can't respect that. Now, if you choose to live eating fucking Cheetos, and that's really what makes you happy, and you're okay being a fat motherfucker on the couch watching fucking TV... Which you're not, but let's just say you were. Good. Be happy, bro. But again, this ain't the place for you. Right. You know what I mean? So I, I'm i not trying to push my fucking system of happiness onto people. I just know that this shit works. Right. Right. So this, uh, this is probably, I'm guessing, the last episode that we will... Uh, tell people about the review contest right because yeah. i think we're i think we're uh, yeah. wrapping up so guys we are having an F- mfco review contest if you uh if you listen to us and you want to uh, tell people about us and have a chance to come out and uh, hang with andy in st louis and uh all you have to do is basically i'm drawing a blank what do they have to do they have they to gotta go on itunes they, they have to go on itunes leave a review leave a review screenshot it and email it to me yeah. Vaughn at AndyForsella.com. Yep, yep. So that's cool. We got yeah. that going on. Yeah. So we'll we'll probably announce that, what, next week or so? Do we actually cover anything of value in this podcast? Because I, I feel like so. we just talked about shit. Well, I think that's kind of what we've been doing for the last three years. Yeah. But it actually all always turns out really pretty pretty yeah. good. I don't know. So. I hope you guys got value here. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, the, the truth is, guys. The real challenge is coming up with titles. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> so... But like, I would just like to leave people with a thought, you know, and recognize that you're probably out there searching for happiness and you're probably wondering why the fuck it's so hard to find. And you're probably thinking, after I get this, I'll be happy. After I make this X amount of dollars, I'll be happy. After I get this car or this or this money or this raise or I have this kid or I do this, you're saying, I'll be happy. But you won't. You just mm-hmm. won't. Mm-hmm. There's nothing out there that can make you happy except you and your relationship with you. And that's going to come down to you forcing your weaker self, your bitch voice, to do the shit that you know you're supposed to do. And when you can reprogram your mind to do the things and be disciplined on a consistent basis, your happiness is going to go up. And it's going to stay up as long as you practice that discipline. The minute you stop practicing it, it's going to come down. And you just have to understand that 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 reality and that correlation. When you're not happy, it's because you're not practicing what you could be practicing. And I think if you sat there and think about it, you'll realize that to be the truth. The moments when your happiness are the moments whenever you're putting out as much discipline that you need to put out to accomplish the things that you told yourself you will accomplish. 
That's why, like, when you miss your kid's football game after you told them that you were going to be there, you feel like such a piece of shit. All right? This is all related. It's about mm-hmm. honoring your word. It's about honoring your promises to yourself. If you can't honor your promises to yourself, who, who, who's going to have self-esteem? Who's going to feel good about who they are? Who's going to have confidence? Why, why would you have confidence in someone who lies to you? You see what I'm saying? And that's where the mastery comes from. Think how powerful someone can be. And by the way, I don't fucking charge for this. Like, this isn't a sales pitch. This is something that we do, you know, we just have going on. And I just happened to start it. So we, again, so we're talking about it. But um, I think if people could just grasp the idea of when they exercise discipline, their happiness goes up. And if they could admit that to themselves, they'd be a lot happier. Just mm-hmm. becoming aware of that concept, because dude, when we're when we're in that like low zone where we're not happy, it feels really good to be lazy as fuck. You know, the right thing to do feels like you should stay in bed, or like you should miss that workout because you're exhausted or you're mentally burnt out. Or, but that's the sign that you need to do this. That's the sign that you need to move and go do what it is. That's your body and your mind telling you, hey, motherfucker, you need to go. You ever slept in longer than what you were supposed to and then woke up feeling super anxious about it? Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, even if you had nothing Although to do. Although I don't sleep in too much. Yeah, but, but, say, yeah. but just say, even if you had nothing to do and yeah. you woke up, let's say, you feel you like get you up wasted early. it. What time do yeah. you get up? Lately, 4.45. So what's late for you? Seven? Oh, late is seven. All right. Yeah. So you wake up at seven o'clock. Yeah. And you're like, holy shit. I, you feel like you just missed yeah. three yeah. hours of your life, right? It's true. And you have anxiety. But that anxiety isn't coming from what you missed. It's coming from you know you should have got before. Right. And you're not honoring that promise, right? Yeah, absolutely. So when we no lower, question. when we keep our promises to ourselves, our anxiety goes down, our worry goes down, our happiness goes right. up, our depression goes down, all right? People have to understand this otherwise they're going to keep listening to all these dumb fucks online about you know give yourself affirmations dude look i'm hard on affirmations too the reason i'm hard on affirmations isn't because they definitely don't work it's because people don't use them properly like when you wake up in the morning on time and you're ready to go and you say yeah dude i'm a bad motherfucker i'm gonna get out there and kick the world's ass today Mm -hmm. that's one thing all right but it's another thing to sleep in till fucking one o'clock and get up and say, dude, I'm a bad motherfucker. I'm going to go out there and kick the world's ass <laughs> right. today. Like, no one gives right. a fuck. You're full of shit. Right. You're just a liar and you're lying to yourself. You're, you're not a bad motherfucker. You're fucking lazy as fuck. And you're right. trying to fix it by throwing this fucking lipstick on the pig, which ain't ever going to fix anything. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and that's why I'm so passionate about this program is, is because it really changes people. And it gives people a real solution to what seems to be the big problem in society right now, which is, I'm not happy. And I don't right. know why. Right. <laughs> you know? Well, I know why. Because you're lying to yourself you're 24 a hours a day. Yeah, that's the truth. <laughs> and and you, as you pointed out, that, way, that's not a derogative. That's no, like literally you're losing. You're a bro, loser. When I say loser, I don't even, I'm not, ta- dude, I'm not talking about how much money you have. I'm not talking about what kind of house you live in, what kind of car you drive, what kind of this, that, the other. You know what I'm talking about? Is I'm talking about someone who can keep a fucking promise to themselves. Mm-hmm. And if you can't, you are a fucking loser. And you need to fix it. Right. That's the truth. Right. And people don't like hearing that, but you know what? They probably don't like a lot of the shit that I say. So Probably not. It is what it is. Yeah. Good stuff, man. I don't know. So you're in for real? I'm in. I'm going to do it. And you're in too? All right. Yeah. You no, serious? I, I, I need to. Yeah, bro, like, you do. I'll die if I don't. Like, seriously. You'll I'm, feel, I'm, dude, look. Like, 
All right. I I'm need glad to. you're doing it. No, I'm going to do it. I'm going to start tomorrow. All right. I'm not going to start. Gonna start I'm, I might so eat, here's what happens. I might eat like five packages of Skittles tonight. That's all right. All right. Here's what happens. <laughs> here's what happens, bro. First of all, let's let's give a little credit where it's due. You've been doing fucking awesome. Like, oh. Dude, you look like a different human. So, I'm not sure if I still do. I'm really down on myself. Like, well, I, three, do, three, three weeks, it's amazing what you can lose in three weeks. No, but it comes right back. That's yeah. the thing you got to understand. Yeah. You go, you go back to the gym for four or five days, you'll be right where you were. Yeah. Well, but good. here's the thing about... Here's the thing about this, and this is what happened to you, and this is what happens to a lot of people on the program. They get a false sense of confidence, mm -hmm. okay? Because they get into 10, like you quit on like 11 days, I think, nine mm -hmm. or 11 days. Mm -hmm. You get in it, and you're like, okay, I get it, and they think they got it, okay? This is the problem. Mm -hmm. How many people do you know read a book halfway through, and they're like, I get it, and quit reading? <laughs> a lot of people. Right. Not That's me, but I almost have like an obsession. I got to finish me it. Me too. Yeah. Okay? But I used to be the other guy. Yeah. 2016, Andy, I was the guy who read half the book right. and said, oh, I got it. Yeah. Right? But what you realize is that you really don't get it. Mm -hmm. Because if you go back and read some of those books that you fucking quit on, you're going to figure out that you were completely wrong about what you assumed that book to be about. Right. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's your life. That's what you have to understand. Yeah. So you can do the program for 10 days or 20 days or fucking 40 days. And I've had guys tell me, like, dude, I've had guys who DM me literally every day. I'm 40 days in. I get it, man. Like, I don't really, like, no, you don't. No. You will not get it until you're done. Right. Because there's so many different little mental things that happen literally on a day-by-day -day basis yeah. that you have to go through the process. And anybody who tells you that they felt the same on day 75 as they felt on day 50, in fact, you won't even have someone to tell you that. Yeah, I don't think I've heard anybody. No. And we've interviewed quite a few people about yeah. that. No, We've nobody, interviewed nobody dozens of people. Yeah. By the way, if you want to be interviewed and you've completed 75 hard, um, yeah, email Tyler at AndyForsella.com. That's Tyler at AndyForsella.com because we're putting together a pretty cool project um, and we'd like you guys to be involved in it. So that's... That's I it. <laughs> I, think fuck, we I don't even it know what the fuck I just said, bro. I don't either. Like I really don't. But it feels good that I said it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, if you want to know more about the program, guys, the the original podcast is uh, seventy five hard, uh, winning the war with yourself, mm -hmm. uh, a tactical guide to winning the war with yourself. I think it's March sixth was the episode. I think it's around that. Yeah. Um, you go back and listen to that. Uh, since then, you know, I've completed it. I've done phase one. Um, and I'm starting over with 75 hard right now, and that's really what's going on. Yeah. F fuck, man. <laughs> I like don't. I don't know what else to say. There's nothing else to say yeah. today. Maybe tomorrow. All right. All right. Take it easy, guys. All right. See you guys.